Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So a while back, one of the podcast subscribers asked if at some point we could speak a little bit about the Jewish approach to understanding anti-Semitism. The problem is, to be honest, anti-Semitism makes absolutely no sense. As we know, whether we're in our own homeland of Israel or in the diaspora, whether we're rich or poor, involved in society or separate from it, there seems to be no common thread to explain it. However, tonight I feel compelled to address it because of current events, as well as because of today's Dafyomi. Obviously, as we've spoken about from the start, as Jews, we must be bothered by and strongly stand against, as we always do, any hatred or racism of any kind, period. But at the same time, as Jews, we must also be appalled by the completely unfounded, unwarranted, illogical, and downright evil attacks on Jews and Judaism in connection to the rallies and riots that are unfolding in the States. It is ludicrous for Jewish stores to be targeted, shuls to be vandalized, vulgarities about Jews and Israel graffitied across cities in the States. There is nothing that can explain this other than pure anti-Semitism that seems to exist just beneath the surface of society and looks for excuses to rear its evil head. Where does this come from? Listen, while there are obviously many discussions that can be had on a sociological or political level, this podcast is a Torah one because I believe deeply in Torah. And long before there were any excuses or theories, the Gemara in Tractate Shabbat 89a, today's daf, asks why the mountain upon which the Torah was given was it called Mount Sinai. At first, the Talmud suggests that perhaps it was called that because the Torah was given amidst miracles, and the word nes, miracle in Hebrew, has the same root letters as Sinai, but it rejects that possibility for grammatical reasons. Then the Talmud suggests that it's because good luck things happen there, as in Siman Tov, again, the same root, Siman Sinai, but again, due to grammatical errors, that too is rejected. Finally, the third suggestion is put forth and accepted. It is called Har Sinai because of the word Sinah, which means animosity. And the Talmud goes on to explain that when the Torah and the lofty ideals and values that it represents were given to the Jewish people, other nations of the world would possibly hate them as a result. And the commentaries ask why that's so. Some go on to explain as follows, that when you're a religion that espouses and aspires to achieve spiritual refinement, those that don't want to live and strive for that level, rather than appreciating those that do, will instead project anger and hatred towards them. Think about it. Israel, the only democracy in a sea of dictatorships. When there are catastrophes anywhere in the world, Israel is always leading the way. And on a human right front, the Jews throughout history have supported the downtrodden. In fact, rabbis were on the front lines marching hand in hand with Martin Luther King. This should be seen by the world as something admirable, but instead we're hated for our high moral standards. And it seems almost inevitable. When you have a class that does not want to follow the rules and along comes a student who strives to be an exemplary member of the class, he will likely be unpopular amongst his peers. After all, whether someone is appreciated or hated depends on how the people choose to react to someone who aspires to live a higher moral code. So taking it back to the current situation in the States, Think about it. Were we at all involved in the George Floyd tragedy? Obviously not. Were there churches or mosques that were touched? No. So where does anti-Semitism come from? Not from any given situation, but from our mission that we accepted at Sinai. There is much more to be said on this topic, perhaps another time. However, as Rabbi Jonathan Sachs says in the Pesach Haggadah so eloquently and ironically timely with the example, anti-Semitism at its core is not a coherent belief or ideology. It's a virus. The human body has an immensely sophisticated immune system which develops defenses against viruses. It is penetrated, however, because viruses mutate, and so do the forms of anti-Semitism. But it's important to reinforce before we conclude with two messages.
First, we as Jews should continue to be models of moral behavior despite any societal pressure. And second, we should realize that any unprovoked act of hatred towards our people just reminds us that it is not because of anything that we do wrong. It's just a reality that we face because of the mission that God has given us. Throughout history, this has been a reality, but the key is lo lefachid klal, never to back down or be afraid, rather be proud. We have a unique mission in this world, and the more people feel threatened by our higher standards, the more they will try and bring us down, but stand proud of who and what we represent. These are tough subjects, and of course, we're all hoping for better times for all. Until then, wishing you a good night, and I'll see you tomorrow.